Hello and welcome to Daily Prelims Notes. Today we are going to cover the notes of 13th May and the list of the topics which we are going to discuss in this uh, podcast is uh, first Sohrai Khovar painting. These paintings are associated with Charkhan. Second topic will be Forest Advisory Committee. The third topic will be Global Nutrition Report. Fourth will be Article 292 of our Indian Constitution. The fifth topic will be Industrial Output. The sixth topic will be Self-Reliant Mission, which is Atm Nirbhar Mission, which is recently announced by the Prime Minister. The seventh topic will be Doctrine of Harmonious Construction. And the last topic will be Article 248 of our Indian Constitution. So let's begin. The first topic is Saurai Khovar painting or Telia Rumal. So these paintings, these are in news because recently Jharkhand Saurai Khovar painting and Telangana's Telia Rumal, they have got geographical indication tag by geographical indications registry. Let's know what are Saurai Khovar painting. So, Saurai Khovar painting is primarily being practiced only in the district of Hazari Bagh. However, in recent years, for promotional purposes, it has been seen in other parts of Jharkhand also. Traditionally, painted on the walls of mud houses, they are now seen on other surfaces too. The style features a profusion of lines, dots, animal figures, and plants, often representing religious iconography. In recent years, the walls of important public places in Jharkhand such as Birsa Munda Airport in Ranchi and Hazaribagh and Tata Nagar Railway Stations, among others, have been decorated with Saurai Khovar paintings. Let's try to know what is special about Telia Rumal. So, Telia Rumal is made up, uh, made in Yadadri Bhuvangiri district of Telangana. Telia Rumal is not from Telangana, it is from Chirala, Andhra Pradesh. Chirala is a coastal town and is always and it always had trade with Arabs since medieval times. And this Telia Rumal export was a special trade that was happening from there. The place has always been a weaving cluster in Andhra Pradesh. Originally, even Ikat was woven and exported from Chirala. When weavers migrated from Chirala to Puttapaka, they carried their tradition along with them. But eventually, it died out almost completely, bearing few revivers working on it. The major characteristics of Telia Rumal is that this Telia Rumal cloth involves a number of intricate handmade work with cotton loom, displaying a variety of design and motifs in three particular colors, which is red, black and white. The process of preparation uses gingerly oil and natural vegetable dye, which gives it a distinct and unique quality in the form of its texture and smell. Telia rumals are simple in design but skillful in application. With the webbed warp and double ikat technique and geometric designs. These rumals were also called Asia Rumal and thousands of these Telia Rumals were exported to Persian Gulf, Middle East, Aden, East Africa, Singapore and Burma. So that was it about our first topic which is Sahrai 
Sohrai Cover Painting and Telia Rumal. The next topic is Forest Advisory Committee. This Forest Advisory Committee is an important topic because uh, previously also so many questions in the environment uh, they discussed about the importance of uh, this Forest Advisory Committee and what are the functions of it. So the Forest Advisory Committee has once again deferred its decision on a controversial hydro pro power project in Arunachal Pradesh. The 3097 MW Italian hydro power project in the state's Dibang Valley has been delayed for over six years. This is because it required diverting 1000, basically 1165 hectares of forest in a region of rich biodiversity. It is a statutory body which was constituted by the Forest Conservation Act of 1980. This I think you need to remember that it is a statutory body which was constituted by the Forest Conservation Act of 1980. It comes under Ministry of, obviously, Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change. It considers questions on the diversion of foreign land, forest land for non-forest uses such as mining, industrial projects, townships and advises the government on the issue of granting forest clearance. Its role is merely advisory in nature. But it is very important. Director General of Forest is the chairperson of the committee. So that was it about Forest Advisory Committee. What you need to remember, I guess, is who is the chairperson and uh, whether it is uh, advice is a binding or it is merely advisory or is it a statutory body, if yes or no, under which act. So that was it about Forest Advisory Committee. The th third topic of the day is Global Nutrition Report. So recently a survey has been uh, out and India is among 88 countries that are likely to miss global nutrition target by 2025 according to Global Nutrition Report 2020. The Global Nutrition Report was conceived following the first nutrition for growth initiative summit in 2013. The first report was published in 2014. The Global Nutrition Report acts as a report card on the world's nutrition which is globally, regionally and country by country and offers to improve it. World Health Organization is a Global Nutrition Report partner. It assesses progress in meeting global nutrition targets established by World Health Assembly. In 2012, the World Health Assembly assigned six nutrition targets for maternal, infant and young children nutrition to be met by 2025. These require governments to reduce stunting by 40% in children under 5. So what are the goals of this uh, World Health Assembly on uh, nutrition targets? Basically, six nutrition targets are given. Number one is to reduce stunting by 40% in children under 5. Then second is to reduce the prevalence of anemia by 50% among women in the age group of 19 to 49. Third is to ensure 30% reduction in low worth weight. Fourth, to increase in childhood overweight. Basically, no increase in childhood overweight. Then fifth, increase the rate of exclusive breastfeeding in the first six months up to an 
up to at least 50%. Then last target is to reduce the maintained childhood wasting to less than 5%. That was it about the global nutrition report. Now let's move ahead towards the next topic which is article 292 of our Indian constitution. Does anyone know what is 292? So basically finance ministry has asked all the government departments and ministries to review guarantees against various loans issued by them. This article 292 of the Indian constitution states that government of India can borrow amount specified by the parliament from time to time. This article 293 of the Indian constitution mandates that the state government in India can borrow only from internal sources. Thus, the government of India incurs both external debt and internal debt, while the state government can only incur only internal debt. As per the recommendations of the 12th Finance Commission, access to external financing by states for various projects is facilitated by the central government, which provides the sovereign guarantee for these borrowings. Government guarantees are contingent liabilities and need to be monitored properly to avoid event to avoid any event of default by the borrowing entities. The monitoring or review undertaken should examine whether the borrower is discharging repayment obligations or interest obligations as per the terms of the loan agreement. For guarantees given against external loans, the Department of Economic Affairs will conduct a review. This is an annual exercise done by the Finance Ministry. Basically, very simple it is. If a state government has to take any loan from an outsider body, let's say World Bank or IMF, then the guarantee is given by the central government. And when the central government sees that this state government will not be able to repay, and may default, it will ask that state government to review its borrowings and then you know because ultimately it's the image of the central government that is at stake. So they will keep on reviewing so that the state do, do not borrow more than its capacity to repay. Now the next topic is industrial output. What is industrial output? Basically this topic is in news because uh, India's factory output contracted a record 16.7% in March with economic activity coming to a standstill due to the nationwide lockdown imposed to contain the spread of the coronavirus outbreak. Now the production output of 8 core industries shrunk by minus 6.47% uh, in March 2020 down from 7.1% in the previous month. So basically it reduced, minus is for reduction. So from 7.1%, now it has shrunk to 6.47%. Here, what are the core industries, eight core industries? The eight core industries in the decreasing order of their weightage are number one, refinery products. They have the largest weightage in the industrial output. Second is electricity. Then third is steel, fourth, coal, 5 is crude oil, 6th is natural gas, 7th is cement and 8th is fertilizer. 
So capital goods production is an indicator of investment activity which saw the steepest fall in output at 35.6%. The consumer durables output is a reflection of urban demand. It shows fall of 33%. So we all know that our economy is stuck due to the lockdown or because of the COVID-19. And whether it is our capital goods production or consumer durables all have seen a basically reverse or basically less activity in the demand side also as well as in supply side. Out of uh, the output of consumer non-durables, an indicator of rural demand shrank 16% in the March. So this uh, figure, if you can remember, it will be very useful in order to answer the questions in mains. And uh, do keep revising again and again so that you can remember that, you know, the uh, these figures, sometimes they can be asked in the prelims. So it will be better if you revise them and again and again to remember. Then the sixth topic is self-reliant mission. Self-reliant mission, also called as Atm Nirbhar Bharat mission or self-reliant India, Prime Minister has announced, as we all know this, the worth of this mission is 20 lakh crore or 10% of India's GDP in 2019 and 20. It would cover land, labor, liquidity and loss, industry and businesses of all sizes and farmers, entrepreneurs and the middle class. The mission will stress on the theme of self-reliance and importance of keeping manufacturing markets and supply chains local. Basically, the mission amounts include 1.7 lakh crore cash transfer and food package aimed at most vulnerable and measures announced by RBI. So, government will do on the cash transfer and food package and the other monetary measures will be taken by the RBI. The RBI has announced liquidity infusion and targeted credit measures aggregating anything between 4.5 lakh crore. It will be very interesting to see how our economy, you know, revives it itself back from this uh, declining activity in the economy. Now, the next topic is doctrine of harmonious construction. It is one of the canons of interpretation used for interpretation of state statutes. The doctrine states that a provision of the statute should not be interpreted or construed in isolation but as a whole so as to remove any inconsistency or repugnancy. Basically, this doctrine of harmonious construction, it sees two statute. Basically, it says that no statute, uh, statute or law or legislation should be interpreted in isolation but it should be interpreted as a whole. Now, the last topic of the day is Article 248. What is Article 248? It is related to residuary powers of legislation. Parliament has exclusive power to make any law with respect to any matter not enumerated in the concurrent list or state list. As we all know that the Parliament has the power to make laws on matter which is not mentioned in the seventh schedule which specifies list so we know that on union list parliament will make the law but something which is not mentioned in concurrent list or state list on that matter also parliament has exclusive power to make rights sorry laws 
and the second provision of the article says that the such power shall include the power of making any law imposing a tax not mentioned in either of those list so government has this power to introduce a new tax which is not mentioned in the concurrent list or state list over the people so that was it about today's daily prelims notes if you really like this content do like share and subscribe this channel because it will be very helpful to us as well as to the students with whom you will share this have a good day thank you for listening